Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready opening up some conversations, and I'm titling them, It Is Well With My Soul. We need to let Holy Spirit shoot the iron into our souls from the Spirit so that we begin to operate as well-ordered people. We need to understand that the soul was never meant to be in charge, and the only way that it will be well with your soul is when you bring it under the absolute authority of the Spirit. Take a listen to this series of conversations, and I hope that it encourages you to go deeper with Him and possibly connect more with me. One of the most powerful things that can happen in your life as God is discipling you, maturing you, growing you up, is when He begins to deeply put you in right order. When you become born again, your spirit, who you are, you've always been a spirit who has a soul that lives in a body. And before being born again, you are dead to God and alive to sin. At the moment you become born again, you are now alive to God and dead to sin. This word dead, I think sometimes would be better understood if we put in the word separated from. You see, God is life. And when you are separated from life, you are dead. So in the spiritual sense, it didn't mean that you ceased to exist. It means that you were separated from God And if I can be blunt, you were alive to hell because sin is the power uh, and the operating force of hell. Hell has a father. His name is Satan. Hell has a force, a power called sin. And its entire way of living and operating uh, is to do it 100% independent from God and to rely upon yourself. Uh, And that's the nature that we all are born with because we were all born in Adam. When a person hears the call of God, begins to see him as who he really is, sees Jesus as the one who has come to deliver you out from your separation from God. Jesus says, I've come as the way, the truth, and the life, basically to bring you home to the Father. I'm going to do everything uh, for you. I'm going to uh, become sin. Uh, Jesus experienced the deepest separation from God on the cross. He was literally separated from him as he became sin so that sin would be paid all of its wages. Every bit of it would be dealt with. Everything, everything, everything. (laughs) Okay, everything dealt with in the death of Jesus so that 
when he was brought back to life in the resurrection, born from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Father, he was raised into newness of life as the firstborn among many. The firstborn of many. So I want you to think about this. Because if we don't get those things squared away, the foundation is not the solid rock that we speak of and sing of and preach about. We, we don't understand the foundational truth that we are spirit. I don't just have a spirit. It's not just like the Holy Spirit's rummaging around inside of me. I am a spirit. I was made in the image of God. But when Adam and Eve chose that they would rather be God than be sons to God, an alien nature came into man. Alien as in an enemy nature. And I don't care if you flip the coin uh, and one side is good and one side is evil. It's all still the same coin. It's the same nature. When you become born all over again in spirit, it is because that is our deepest need so that we can be born again and now receive the nature of God himself, which was always the plan. And now the role of discipleship, if you will, in one of its aspects is to start putting you in right order. Holy Spirit to you, Spirit, and then you begin to bring your soul and your body into uh, their proper place. It was never, ever the role of the soul to be in charge. And many believers are trying to get some help for their soul. Or they may still be trying to know themselves after the soul, their personality, or they're dictated in their life's decisions by the thoughts and emotions that run wild in the soul. That the soul has all the strongholds within it in a born-again person. Because a born-again person in spirit is a new creature, a new man. And you are whole, you are new, you are perfect in spirit. You are not a broken, flawed, uh, traumatized, um, you know, deceitfully wicked, rebellious, you know, none, none of that. None of that is who you are. I'm praying right now, as you listen to this podcast today, I pray that you, by Holy Spirit, will have revelation that who you are is not the sum total of all of your life experiences. You are not still a sinner. You are not still a rebel. You are not, by nature, you are not deceitfully wicked any longer. You are dead to sin and alive to God. And you are like Him. 
That's the power of being born again. You have been brought into who you were always meant to be in Christ before the foundations of the world. Ephesians 1, 4, and 5. Now it becomes absolutely paramount that you begin to learn who you are to Him. You cannot operate in a vacuum as a believer. It's who you were made for. And you cannot be put in right order until you are no longer the center. He becomes the center and you're looking to Him. He looks at you. He begins to speak to you. Okay, the power of the cross has to begin to be released to bring the soul back into its proper place, which is under you. You, by your free choice, are placing yourself under the government, under the authority of Holy Spirit. That's how you were meant to live and move and be animated and activated and energized and invigorated and to live and put one foot in front of the other. Holy Spirit empowering you, the new man, to live unto your Father. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. The soul then becomes your jurisdiction is that you now bring your soul and body under your authority. As you are under the authority of Holy Spirit, He begins to rule you in the most glorious way. He begins to love you, nurture you. That's what it means to live under the authority. Unfortunately, we've gotten to the point where we think living under the authority of someone is to be dominated, is to be abused, is to be knocked about, you know, just drugged through the fields like you're some harnessed animal. Okay? That is not, that is not the truth. You are in the yoke of the sun. You are going to live as Christ who lived in the total oneness of love, nurture, confidence, power. He lived as a man filled with the Spirit and lived in oneness. You, you get the voodoo off of you and you start really looking at Jesus in the Scripture as who He is, how He lived. His number one reference point was always the Father. His power was Holy Spirit. And he functioned and he lived under the control of no other human being. And yet he came to serve all of us. But that's because he lived in full reference with his epicenter as the Father. It was that Jesus was a full representation of the Father. And this is how we are called to live. To be a full representation of the Father. In the power of Holy Spirit. Because they wanted many sons in the image of Jesus and inward likeness to him. Your soul is to be a servant to you. It is so that the mind, will, emotions of your father as you are one with him, your soul becomes the full expressing entity of 
the mind of God, the emotions of God, and the choices and the will of God. All this self-expression. I'm just going to express myself. I'm going to, you know, it's like, really? we got to get beyond this. I understand having been tied up really, really, really tight when you were a slave to people. You think your emancipation is that now you're just going to be an expression of yourself, your awesome, wonderful self. My friends, you, the pendulum has just swung wild to the other side. It is a faux freedom, although it can be quite flamboyant. It is a faux freedom. It is not real. It is not the height of freedom which can only come to us when we, the new man, in spirit, we have been made one with the Father. And now the expression of our oneness with him, who he is in us, therefore who we really are, begins to find expression through the soul that has been brought under submission to the spirit. Of course it's okay to have emotions, but whose are they? Hmm? What, what am I expressing in that? And for many people, they do cannot grasp the concept that when the soul is under submission to the Spirit, it is a completely different kind of soul than it is when it is inflamed by self and sin and flesh and the demonic forces that might come through that. So, until the Spirit begins to flood and touch your soul, you don't even know how the soul was ever meant to function. And so you either think you're not supposed to have any feelings, or you're supposed to be like feeling all the time. Look at Jesus. Would you ever describe Jesus as an emotionally driven person? No. No, he was led by the Spirit. Because that's who he was and that's who he submitted to. The freest man that ever lived. We say we want to emulate him. We want to be like him. Well then, let's do it. So let's do it his way. Which is now he's given us his spirit, his mind, his nature. Everything of him is in your spirit. Now learn the same way that he had to. He learned in submission to the spirit how he was to live. He was in true agreement with the Father. His soul was at deep rest. His soul had a calm, my friends, that is beyond what a human can produce. There was a hardness to difficulty, but a deep tenderness to the Father. You can't produce that. I cannot produce that. And when the new man begins to put himself under the authority and government of Holy Spirit and receives the love of God, the nurture of the Father, begins to receive the food that the Father feeds, let me tell you, when you start downloading that into your soul, you will barely recognize it. Because the soul, you'll be asking like I have sometimes. I've had to ask the Lord, am I free or do I just not care? <laughs> I mean, because... My soul is not in turmoil. I am being led by still waters. Because he restoreth my soul. I'm not 
in chaotic waters and constantly trying to feel in my senses. That's not how the soul was meant to operate. The soul doesn't run the show anymore. You see, at the fall, when man decided to be God, though he was still a spirit, because he was dead to God, everything went out of order. Everything went crooked. And the soul became this unbelievable, highly developed muscle. And the soul powers of man began to be what he was living by, which is how hell wanted it to be, because then it was under the jurisdiction of, of the enemy. My friends, we're no longer under the jurisdiction of the enemy. I am not here trying to figure out how I or any other means is going to deal with my soul. The soul only operates in its relief, rest, calmness, and recreation that is promised in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, where he says, if you take on my yoke, the yoke of the sun, mm, the yoke of the sun, he says, then I will give you rest, relief, recreation in your souls. The cool of the day will, re- will come again in its full redemptive way and flood your soul and God will be able to walk you because you then also have control over your body, okay, and you will walk into wide open places with him, for him, unto him. Some of us are trying to live balanced lives. Stop it. You need to come into the fullness of life. Let Holy Spirit bring you into the fullness of life with Him. My friends, we are in days of unbelievable transition. And we need to come to the Father. Command your soul and say, Soul, we're going into the Father today. And He is going to put us in right order. And when Jesus says, Come to me. Take on my yoke. Live like me. In oneness with the Father. And then your soul will become living in the shade of the Almighty. Because you are not your soul. You are not a soul. You are spirit. And your spirit comes alive when Holy Spirit shoots the life of Christ inside of you. You, the real you, comes alive. A saint who chooses to be a disciple, therefore begins to live and be developed as a son. I am redefining discipleship wherever God is opening up the doors. Today is a very good day to tell your soul we're going in with the Father. My friends, we cannot fake what we're going to need for the future. You can't fake calm. You can't fake rest. you, You can't give it to yourself. He gives it to you out of your oneness with Him. You're trying all manner of things, all kinds of, I don't even want to use the words that I'm thinking right now, strategies, mechanisms, paths, plans. Listen to me, O sons of God. Your soul needs a long, tall glass of water that can only come from the rivers of living water that are inside your spirit. And when that water, the water of life, the bread of heaven, when he floods your soul, 
you're going to know it. And it's going to be like nothing ever, ever that you've experienced. And it is not a high, manic, wild, sensory experience. It is the deepest calm and rest to your soul. You are not troubled by everything that comes along. You are not in an upheaval every minute. It is a true calm. It is a true, though I may grieve in spirit, my soul is well. It is well with my soul when I am one in the spirit. And it all starts to flow through me. He puts me, he puts you in right order. Let him, let him do this. I love you all. I'm glad we had these moments together today here on Tent Talk. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.